How's it going, everybody? This is Catfish on Ice, episode 207, with my good friend Rich Howe and your host, Chad Minson. What's up, Rich? How you doing, man? That number just keeps getting bigger and bigger. Keeps getting bigger and bigger, and we are getting ready for Predators vs. Flames. Yeah. The road trip continues. Road trip continues. Long Western road trip. We see this every year. Every year there's a long road trip, Western road trip. And it really really measures your team up, doesn't it, Rich? It does. And it's just like a big roller coaster. One game, not any good. The next game, you beat two video game players. Um, And then what's going to happen tonight, we just don't know. Well, I, we're going to size up this matchup here in a little bit. We're going to put it up, put it up on the screen, the uh, tail of the tape, if you will. We're getting ready for Predators versus the Calgary Flames, game 12 of the season. We've had a little bit of a break here. Myself and Rich, we both had very busy lives lately. Oh, my gosh. And so uh, it's been hard for us to get an episode out, but uh, we're happy to be with you here tonight on this Tuesday in early November. Time has changed. Uh, the clocks fell backwards. And I, even in Florida, man, even in Florida, the sunshine state, it nope. sucks. It sucks. The, the sun goes down sooner. Five o'clock. Can't say anything else about it. Starts going down at five o'clock. Uh, I don't like it, man. I don't like it. Well, we need to write our senators because they're supposed to, they're supposed to change it. I don't know what where that process yeah. is, but I have no no hope in that. If you, yeah, if you can't trust those guys to change the clock, you can't really mm-hmm. trust them to do anything. So I, I compare that to like going to the DMV. Oh yeah, yeah for sure. Yeah, when you go to You're the DMV, when you go to the DMV. You might be 10 minutes away from getting your problem resolved, but that 10 minutes is going to turn into two hours, Mm -hmm. rest assured. So, uh, yeah, it does. Let's not even get into that. All right. Daylight savings time, hour back. Sun goes down a little sooner now. It's okay. But, uh, the pre, we got Predators hockey about to start against the Flames. The Flames, we're going to talk about them here in a second. Uh, we're going to be doing live game reaction for you here up until the midway point of this game. We will actually post our predictions yes. to close out this episode based on what is happening in this game at that point. So that should be fun. Hopefully it's good. Good. Thing. I got I to gotta dish out my top 10 power rankings right now for the league early in the season. We're past mm-hmm. the 10-game point. Uh, we're in November now, so I'm going to put out my top 10 power rankings very hard. I'm going to get Rich's opinion on that as well. Uh, I have can... one discrepancy, but other than that, we're good. All right, all right. We'll see. We'll talk we'll about see. it. I can't wait to hear about that discrepancy. Uh, yeah, so top 10 <laughs> power rankings. I want to talk about this uh, Forsberg-O'Reilly connection that's just like bursting out of the seams right now, Rich. I mean, it is like about to explode. I mean, I, Ryan O'Reilly, man. What 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 else can you say about that dude? Like he is just on a mission. He's, he's just smart. He's a he's, smart player. He's a smart player, and it's like his career has been rejuvenated. Like not that it wasn't yeah. anything bad, but with Toronto, it just wasn't you know what 
it, it definitely could have been, but man, he's just like, well, he wanted to be here. That's he the key. Wanted to be here. He yeah, wanted absolutely. to be in Nashville. I yeah. don't think people talk about that enough. And I'm mm -hmm. glad you brought that up. Yeah. We're going absolutely. to talk about it more, yeah. but <clears throat> Ryan O'Reilly wanted to be here. And that, if you're a fan of the national predators, and you hear a superstar player like Ryan O'Reilly, who mm -hmm. has already won a Conn Smythe, he's already won a Stanley Cup, and he came out and left the Toronto Maple Leafs and said, I want to yeah. be in Nashville. I yeah. want to be with Nashville. And then you see what he's doing in the yeah. early going of his Predators tenure. Yeah, we're going to talk about it a little bit more. But, yeah, yeah that's For awesome. Sure. That's well, awesome. Love got it. a new. I got. I got a segment that we haven't done before on the podcast. It's called True or False. Love it. I've got a four pack of questions for That's Rick. Good. I have a fifty percent chance of winning. Well, you can't be wrong either way because these these are futuristic. Oh, it's just, oh okay. In the future. These okay, are. I got you. Yeah, future. True or false? So you can't be wrong. Okay. Good. So I'm going to win no matter what it looks like. Chad accidentally muted himself. There he is. There I am. I, sometimes it's good to mute myself, honestly. <laughs> All right. So can you hear me now? Can, can you hear me now? Perfectly hear you. We have some and friends then, in already tonight, too. Let's we go need to give them a shout out. Give, give them those a shout guys out. a shout out. So we've got Mike Twitter. Our old friend, OG, Mike Twitter, he's been here since the beginning. Drop the puck. Happening. Yeah, drop, drop the puck already. About 10 minutes. Then my favorite name of anybody who hangs out with us, Shaska Tooth Tiger. Hi, gang. Hello, Shaska Tooth Tiger. And then we got our the Walking Predators Encyclopedia. Predemption, Johnny. Here for another Pretty live good. chat. Yeah. Dude is a... Uh, he's just a walking database. He is. I love that. Database is a great way to say that. Yeah. Um, yeah. So we're getting close here. We're in the Saddle Dome. One of the, one of the best stadium names in hockey, the Saddle Dome. We got yeah. Soros. We got UC Soros versus Jacob Markstrom. Let's put it up here, guys. Let's put it up here. Let's put up the tail of the tape. Preds versus there. the Flames. Preds versus Flames. Tell the tape. If you're listening on Spotify or any of those podcast platforms, you yeah. might not see this right now, but that's why you have to subscribe to YouTube. That's why you have to watch live either on X or formerly known as Twitter at Catfish Ice or also on YouTube. We have a channel. We stream these episodes live. And there's the tail of the tape right there. Preds versus Flames, tail of the tape. Season stats, goals per game. Predators are 20th, Flames are 28th. I think that 20th ranking for the Predators is extremely um, misleading. And I'll explain that a little bit later as we go through these stats. Power play, Predators are 11th. That's Flames pretty good. Flames are 20th. So we all know Andrew Burnett. Power play yep. guru. Yep. Running the power play himself. And we see this power play trending in the right direction. So that's good. Press power play 11th, Flames 20th. Now the next penalty. one. 
Penalty kill. Oof. Woof. I will say something. I will say something about this though. So the Predators are 31st in penalty kill, really bad. Only one other team's worse than them. I don't even know what team it is, but I know there's only one other team that could oh, be worse. Probably like San Jose. Oh God. Don't no, even take that. <laughs> Why would you take that low blow? I'm just saying. I mean, that's who else could it be? I don't know. All right. So Predators anyway. are 31st. Flames are fourth in penalty kill. I will say about this, the Predators are actually one of the least penalized teams in the league right now. That's a big switch. So you can say their penalty kill is bad, but I don't want to hear all these conspiracy theories that the Predators are getting bad penalties or they're, the refs are out to get them. There's none of that. They're one of the bottom teams when it comes to average penalty minutes right now. So let's go ahead and squash that right now. But definitely some work to be done when it comes to the penalty kill. All right, expected goals. That is a big – it's a growing, popular – it's a very growing, popular stat. You can see it on moneypuck.com, which is my preferred site. But there's other sites. There's natural stat trick. There's other good sites to use. All right, expected goals. That's basically rating all your chances, your high danger chances, unblocked shots, goaltending, all that stuff. Predators are 10th in expected goals. The Flames are 21st. So there you have it there. My key players for the Preds coming up into this matchup as we're seeing the national anthems go on here before this game. Uh, for the Flames, we're seeing the Canadian National Anthem, which is a beautiful national anthem. We got the uh, the United States National Anthem coming up as well. Always a beautiful scene when you see both national anthems happen in a um, Canadian uh, arena. It's one of the best things in sports. I love it. I, I, get, I always get chills down my spine. I'm getting it right now. Um, it's, it's beautiful. Oh. They're doing a veteran um... – Memorial too, which is awesome. Yes. It's There's awesome. There's a guy man. playing bagpipes. Yep. Really cool. I don't have the sound on right now. I'm watching the screen, but I don't have the sound on. But I'm sure it's I'm sure it's yeah. beautiful. Uh share your comments in the in the uh stream here, folks, if you're uh listening to the audio right now. But um yeah. let let me get to my key players here for yeah. this matchup for the predators. Absolutely. So number one here, I got it on the screen here for our YouTube uh, viewers, also on X at Catfish Ice. I got Philip Forsberg. He leads the team in points with 12. Rich, I don't know if you saw this, but I wrote a pretty big article on Predlines leading into that Edmonton Oilers game on Saturday. And I just said, look, guys, let, let's pump the brakes a little bit here. He's not scoring goals. He's not finishing on his chances. But the dude is – literally has his fingers in the cookie jar on every goal that the Predators score. Every goal that the Predators score, Philip Forsberg is getting the apple. He's getting the assist. He's got his fingers in the cookie jar, if you will. Yes, he does. And so this past game against the Oilers, it was a coming out party for Forsberg. (laughs) For Ryan Ryan O'Reilly gets the hat trick for his fifth hat trick of his career. And when, it was just an all-around great game. When when two of your star players have over three points in the same game, a piece that's that's really really good. I'm not a I'm not a 
statistician, but I, I do know that that's good. So I thought that was your main job title, Rich, yeah, was stati yeah. statistician. More Not than so proper, so more proper. Than, more than three points for your star players <laughs> on a given night is good in hockey. So Forsberg leads the team in points with 12 in 11 games. Pretty good. Yeah, he only has two goals, right? Is it two or three? It's two, right? Yeah, I think I haven't. He's getting a ton year. of assists. I know he's piling up the assists. He had yeah. a wraparound goal. He had a really pretty wraparound goal against yeah. the uh, Oilers. And so, yeah, it was a matter of time. That, I mean, that was a very nice goal, by the way. When you're um, a player of Forsberg stature with his talent, raw talent that he has, that he's always possessed, this is the reason why he's the all-time franchise-leading goal scorer for the Predators. It's going to come. You saw it in the analytics. You saw it. He was getting mm -hmm. chances. He was making it work. It was a matter of time before he started really doing it. And he's still getting assists. He's still doing other things. So he's my first key player. As the yep. national anthems roll through here at the Saddle Dome to get ready for Predators Flames, let's move along here. I mean, UC Soros. All right, let's look at his career against the Flames. Domination, folks. Eight, one, and one. I hope yep. I'm not jinxing this, man. I'm not, not trying jinxed. to. Knock on wood. So, I have no wood to knock on, Rich. I have no wood near me. Or something. Fake wood, anything. All right, I'll knock on tile. <clears throat> That's fine. All right, UC Soros. I'm just stating the facts here, folks. Don't come at the messenger. UC Soros, his career against the Predators, he's 8-1-1 one, one with a .929 save percentage. That's pretty good, right? That sounds good. I think that's good. Um, I'm Like uh, I said, I'm not a statistician. Stat yeah, I don't, I don't statistician. think you have to be. I don't think you yeah, have to be. To know that that's good. And then let's move on to my next play here. The puck drop's coming quickly here. All right, my next key player for Preds vs. Flames, tell the tape here. We're episode 207 of Catfish and Ice, brought to you by DraftKings and Raycon Global Wireless Earbuds, and also part of the Hockey Podcast Network. All right, so, Alex, uh, let's talk, let's give some love to our guy, Alexander Carrier. Why don't Absolutely. we? I thought this was a typo, Rich. I really did. I saw it as well. I was researching this matchup. I was looking at stats. I was looking at all these different things. And I saw on Money Puck, which I trust that site. I do. But mm -hmm. I saw that Alexander Carrier had 38 blocks. And I, I just what? had – everyone's human. Everyone makes mistakes. You never right. trust one source. You always have to verify. Check it. You always have yeah. to verify. So I said 38 blocks in 11 games – I'm like, I have to double-check this. Especially if I saw 38 blocks for Ryan McDonough, I would maybe trust it a little bit more. Or maybe yep. if Matthias Ekholm was still on this team and I saw 38 blocks, I'd be like, all right, I'll trust that. Yeah, and it's, it's, not, it's not third on the team. It's not third in the conference or the division, whatever. It's in the entire league, third – in the NHL. Third in the NHL. Blocks. 38, 38 blocks. blocks. He's over he's already over halfway to his season total of last season of 67 blocks. And we can trust that he'll probably pass that easily. Yeah. 
he's on pace to easily set a career high in that mark. But so he's been laying his body out there. Alexander Carrier, he's not getting enough respect from any of us, including myself. So I wanted to make sure I really spotlighted him here uh, yeah. in this tell of the tape for Preds versus Flames. Let's move to my last player here, key player for the Preds in Preds vs. Flames, Tale of the Tape, episode Luke. 207 of Catfish on Ice. It is Luke Evangelista, who is tied with six. Uh, it's a crowded rookie race. Oh, my God. Oh, huge. Have you seen it? I've, I've, I saw the top you know, few. But oh, yeah. my gosh, man. All yeah. right. It's a, it, it's a crazy – I know it's early. I know there's – I know it's – I know – Players will separate themselves from each other as the season rolls on. I get all that. But right now, Luke Evangelista is in a tie for second place with six other rookies for rookie points in the NHL with seven. Second. And I don't even think people are talking about Luke Evangelista. He, he's no. kind of been a little bit overlooked because yeah, he's well, not scoring goals. He's not, he's not Connor he's Bedard. Not Bedard. He's not Connor he's, Bedard. And he's actually tied with Connor Bedard right now. I know that's what I'm saying. Like, but you know, that's who's going to get mentioned. And we got and, uh, Logan. We got we got Lo- we got Logan Cooley, who's actually leading mm-hmm. the NHL in rookie points with eight. So there's yeah. a lot of really good rookies in this league right now. We know that it's a great time for the NHL. So many, so much elite young talent coming up through this league. So that's your tell of the tape. They're about to drop the puck. I see Philip Forsberg getting the water bottle. He's a getting ready. He so, has been on a mission. Rich, give me your first thoughts on this matchup. And also, we're going to share some comments as we get ready for this. I would like to know, Johnny could probably tell me, who's the guy that just sang the national anthems because he looks like a big cowboy? I'd like to know who that is. But, okay. Um, Another thing that that wasn't on 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 our uh, tail of the tape. No, Andrew Mangiapane tonight. No, Andrew Mangiapane. He, nope. he is suspended. So, um, yeah. Cross check yeah. on Jared McCann of the Seattle Kraken. Went a yep. little too high on the head. I mean, absolutely. Yeah. Yep. So there's that. That's big. Um, you're talking, about, you're talking about a Flames team that is really struggling to score right now, and you take away that player. Yep, he's their I mean, uh, he's their biggest scorer. So, um, so there's not a single Flames player who has more than one power play goal in the season. So that's a, that's that's a big stat I came across. So the puck is officially dropped for Preds and Flames. We're going to take you through the midway point of this game. We're not going to take you all the way to the end because no, guess what? We we, tomorrow. <laughs> we're on the Eastern time zone and we need sleep. But yeah. you get the benefit of hearing our predictions on how this game's going to finish yeah. once we get to that point. So I, you, you I haven't. Criti- you can yeah, criticize I, us. Yeah, I have to go to sleep because I have an all day virtual meeting for work tomorrow. There you go. All day. So, you know. I'm actually off work tomorrow, but I oh, treat the, the day after a podcast uploading, I treat that as a work day. Yeah. But we all we're all busy and we all love yeah. hockey. Absolutely. All right. We have so many comments right here. Yeah, let's see them. Let's let's get some comments up. Lots here. of our buddies. Predemption says 
I have to stay up for the whole game in hopes of getting a fan reaction down tonight. Yes, yep. our buddy Johnny has his fan reaction episodes on yep. YouTube. Go yep. follow and subscribe. He reacts to every Preds game. Every Preds game, he reacts. And he is very animated. He's awesome. He is not like me or Chad. We're 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 not like you know pretty <laughs> even keel. Johnny is like lots of energy, which is incredible. It's awesome. Nikki jumps in here and says, "Yes, the Saddle Dome was built for figure skating and hockey at the Calgary Winter Olympics." There you go. I love that go. history lesson there. Yeah. I was I was noticing something as the as they were doing the anthem. You see like Preds jerseys obviously. There's always the opposing team at a at a home game for another another um, team, but it always I always wondered like you live in like like Canadians. It's like where hockey was born, and like how did you pick the Nashville Predators? And I know Johnny's told us before, and and Nikki has as well. Nikki likes the the Dallas Stars as well, but it's like it's like wow, out of everywhere you could pick like the Canadian teams and stuff, you 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 pick Nashville. It's awesome. Well, I think the way it works with that is. I can just tell you personally, you identify with players. Like there's certain players that you link to. So I'm sure there's people out there who aren't from Nashville, like myself, and they became Predators fans based on certain players, whether it was Pecorine, whether it was um, past players. Like, Mm -hmm. you know, there's other sports that I'm not super. So like when it comes to basketball for me, NBA, I'm not a big NBA guy. I don't have a certain team that I cheer for, but I have certain players that I love. So I I cheer for those NBA teams based on where that player goes. So I think that, I think that works in hockey as well. Yeah. Yeah. Well, Pecorine is one of the reasons why I became a Predators fan. So there you have it. So we're in the opening minutes of Predators and Flames here. Soros is in net as we expected. Kevin Lankinen, what a performance. That he had against the Oilers, the the reeling Oilers, if you will. I mean, the Oilers, they are broken. We need did to push you, the re we I think we need to push the reset button on the Oilers. Did you did you see today that they put Jack Campbell on waivers? I did. I could not believe I saw that. that you know how much crazy. money he made? You know how much that's, they pay him? It is crazy. a bunch. It's like it's north of eight million dollars, I'm pretty sure, is what his contract is. Yeah, I mean the Oilers are the are the equivalent of the game console that you have to like push reset and push reset again. You yeah. got to keep pushing reset, and then eventually you realize you have to take that game console to the uh, to yeah, the old uh, pawn shop and I see what you can get out of it. You're getting the uh, red ring of death. Yes. On the old, uh... And unfortunately for that game console, you have the best player of this generation on it, and that's Connor some, McDavid. Some would argue too. <laughs> I mean, uh, like, I mean, dry sidles. We yeah. exercised our demons a little bit against the uh, yeah. Oilers on Saturday. Leon yeah. Drysidle was pretty much irrelevant in that game. Yep, and that felt good. Johnny, here's a cool stat. The Oilers have to play at an 80%-plus clip now over their next 10 games just to climb above 500. Oh, man. I bet the coach winds up getting fired, too. 
<clears throat> it's not looking good. It's, it's not, not looking, looking good, good at all. Uh, still very early. They could turn it around, but yeah, it's not looking good. Uh, yeah. They have no excuse for being where they are right now. No. Well, uh, early moments first. We're we're in the first three minutes of regulation here. Predators and Flames, and I got to tell you, from what I've watched so far, the Predators have not really gotten any offensive zone time yet. The Nothing. Flames have, have, in fact, they have no shots on goal. The Flames have three. I mean, we know how the openings of these games go. It takes some time. You have to fill each other out. You got to figure some things out. Um, the Flames are a very desperate team in their own right right now. Right. Three, seven, and one. Three, seven, and one on the season for the Flames. So they are another team that have expectations to, at the very least, make the playoffs. And they've they're off to a really bad start, very similar to the Oilers. Yeah, yeah, they were expecting uh, good things this year, and it's just not panned out. And the Predators so, are yeah. on game. The Predators are on game four of their Western Conference road trip. Yeah, uh, they lost the first two games of this road trip. They lost yeah. to Seattle. They lost to Vancouver. Vancouver has proven to be a force yes. right now. Who saw that Ooh, coming? Really good save from Soros just now. The 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 defense from the Predators looks a little bit lackadaisical right now. Yeah. So you're like 30 seconds ahead of me. I'm ahead of you now? Yep. Where's your game clock? Where's your game clock at right now? 16-15. Wow, I'm way ahead of you. Yep. Last time, last time you were way ahead of me. I was watching on ESPN Plus. I'm on ESPN Plus right now. I'm watching Bally's. All right. So Soros has had 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 to make some really good saves here. Yeah, I just on. saw the one you were just talking about. That was a good one. I mean, we're we're not we're barely four minutes into this game. Soros <laughs> has had to make four saves already. Uh, that's that's not does. that's not a good clip. You don't want to have to make your goaltender make one save every minute of no, game time. Not, uh, not but it's it's early in the game. Predators got to fill the game out a little bit. Uh, it, the Flames are a pretty disciplined team, I would say. And you know, as bad as Markstrom has been, ooh, oh, Predators are on the board. What? Just as I'm saying that. That was some passing, Rich. Wait, wait till you see that, Rich. Wait till you see that. Wait till you see that. What Come a goal! On, I think Michael McCarron just got the goal there. Really? That was that was some uh, backboarding. That was some uh, bumper hockey. Golly, you're so far ahead of me. Come on, boys. That's pinball hockey. I'm pretty oh, sure. Yeah. Ma- I'm pretty sure Mark Delgado got the secondary assist. I think you're right. Colton Sissons got the primary assist, and Michael McCarron gets his first goal of the season. That is some pinball style hockey, right that there. That was for sure. That was good. I like it. Mark Delgado, man. Delgado, that he's he's number seven, isn't he? Uh, I think so. We'll yes. wait for the official score. Yeah, he is. So that is um, – all right, look, I put it out there already. That is coaching, though, in a lot of ways. You're setting up systems. You're setting up Absolutely. ways to set up your offense. This is These are the types of goals 
that you work on in practice. Yes. Did you see the interview with Mark Delgazzo after he made his I did. I did, but share share it with everybody. Oh, my gosh. They were asking him, you know, his first NHL start, and he was just talking about his parents, and he started tearing up and stuff, and I was just like, oh, my gosh, man. You're like – you're like getting to me, bro. But um, yeah, it was good. Great interview for sure. He was really emotional, as he should be. He's worked hard to get there. And he just got another assist. So he's got two assists in his first two NHL games. Yep. And like you said, he's worked really hard to get to this point. He's been yep. around for a minute. Uh, yep. Prediction says here, Andrew Burnett just took 11 games to do what Hines couldn't do in four years. <laughs> <laughs> That's wrong. Come on. Come on, Johnny. Ouch. Don't go after the low-hanging fruit. Ouch. But he's he's right. All right. So, Predators are up one nothing. That was a systematic goal. I'll call it that. Yes. A systematic goal. Yep. And they're For setting sure. up again. They're already setting up again. They're already in there. They're already hunting. That's the thing about this Predators team. And I wrote about it on Predlines talking about uh, Andrew Burnett and his early results. He's passing the test early on. Don't yep. get so locked in on the five, six, and zero record. Let's nope. not let's not get lost in all that. Yeah, it's um, his first eleven games as coach, and two of their six losses are against the Vancouver Canucks, who hello yeah. are one of the biggest surprises of the entire league. Massive surprise in my and book. they're good. I mean, Elias Pedersen, Elias Pedersen is the early MVP favorite right now. Yeah, so he has a shot, man. He does he have a shot. A very, We've always known. We've always known he was good. and heavy shot. Yeah. We've always known he was good. But the point I'm trying to make here is Brunette, it's so obvious mm-hmm. how much different this team plays. It was, it was obvious from game one. Like, game one, I was like, this, this is fun to watch. Like, you always enjoy the games in the past, but, like, it's just so different, and it's – it's actually enjoyable to watch them, even even when they lose. You know, they still play, they still play, they play fast, different style, and that's what you know. They that's play what, entertaining. That's what we wanted to see, so it's it's pretty entertaining. They they do. They play entertaining. They they play a fast pace. They take risk, and I've been very adamant about this as well. There's going to be games mm-hmm. where the Predators take the L because they maybe they pushed a little too hard. Maybe they took a little too many risks. That's yeah. the that's the feast or famine. That's the trade off you make mm-hmm. when you play this way. Yeah. But what really has me encouraged about this Predators team right now is they take the risk, but they're actually pretty good defensively too right now. They are. They're way better than they have been. That's for sure. Let's give. I mean, we already talked about it in the opening of the episode in the tail of the tape. Alexander Carrier has got thirty eight blocks, but third in the NHL right now going into tonight's <laughs> action. But let's also talk about Jeremy Lazan for a second. And I will go ahead and eat some crow right here, folks. <laughs> on here it ep- is. Episode 207 of Catfish and Ice, your host Chad Minton is going to eat some crow, and I will do it. I am never afraid to eat crow when I'm wrong, like some people might be out there. Not you, not you, Rich. Nope. But other no, people I will out there. Totally I, will, when I'm wrong. I, will eat, I will eat a full plate of crow when I'm wrong. And I'm yep. happily, I've been happily wrong about Jeremy Lazan's play. I didn't want Jeremy Lazan in the starting lineup nope. going yep. into the season. I thought yep. he take, I thought he takes too many penalties. I thought that he's 
just a little bit of a head case in times, and he he's still taking some penalties here and there. The dude's defensive analytics are really, really good. I've dove deep into him. I've looked at it. His defensive analytics, Jeremy Lazan, is on par with anything you could ask for. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, and that's, you know, it, it just, it's an, it's the new coach. I mean, it's all it is. I mean, it's, it's gotta be, I knew he had potential. He showed it in Boston. Um, he was on Seattle for the first year and they weren't that great anyway. And then, you know, now he's, he's finally and, starting to show his, show his worth, I guess would be a good and way he, to put it. He passes the eye test too. When it yeah. comes to Jeremy Lazan, when you watch him on the ice, Yep. He is always in position defensively. When a when a, when there's a counterattack from the other team, Jeremy Lazan is almost always in the right position mm-hmm. to it, alter the play, to alter the rush, to alter the shot. <laughs> Whatever yeah. it takes, Lazan's usually in the right position. And then let me take that even a step further to an even bigger level. And I think you know the player I'm going to here. And that's Dante Fabro. Big props to him this season. Yeah, we have to. You have to, absolutely. Absolutely. He has, um, I think he probably saw the writing on the wall and figured, hey, man, uh, Trotz will not hesitate to pull the trigger and get rid of whoever, unless you're Roman Yossi or UC Saros. And I think he, I think that motivated him, and he's playing very well. And a big, huge improvement for him. So, yeah. I mean, the fact that he has solidified that role on the top defensive pairing yep. with Dante, with uh, Roman Yossi. And I mean, he's right on cue. Jeremy Lazan's in the penalty box. Let's take a look at this penalty here. <laughs> he came flying in there. No, interference like, interference I hate, that. I hate that call that's such a subjective call it is it's Mike a very Twitter. subjective call paging kyle perkins on the fabro talk <laughs> very subjective call but yeah. yeah i mean right on cue because i was just talking about how sometimes and... I, well i mean that, that's one. kind of a weird that's kind of a weird penalty i think that's a very borderline penalty. I but, mean, uh, it's like the whole game's interference. All you do is hit people. That's what I'm saying. It's a very subjective penalty, but no, I don't like a, it's I don't right. Like a, it's right on cue because I was just saying, like sometimes that's the knock on Jeremy Lazan is he takes some bad penalties at times. I don't think that was a bad penalty. That's just a guy playing no, I think hard. It's a joke. That's a guy hitting hard and yep. going into the board. So yep. we'll take that as it is. So the Predators are twenty or thirty first the second to worst team in the penalty kill in the league right now. Don't so like this that. is a big test. This is a big test right here uh, to kill is. this uh, Flames penalty or this Flames power play. Uh, they they have the 1-0 lead. Saros has made six saves already. Um, the Flames are a mess right now, but I don't want to jinx it because no. you, you give up too many power plays. Okay. I mentioned. I already mentioned earlier. The Flames do not have a single player on their roster that has more than one power play goal on the season. Yeah. Um, 
They're trying to build traffic in front of the net on Soros. That's what that's kind of their power play strategy right now. Yeah. They're, they're trying to build a bus depot in front of Soros so he can't see the puck. <laughs> that's good. A bus depot. I mean, like it, I mean, it's Never a good strategy. Oh, 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 oh. 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 All right. Yak, thought Yakov Turner was going to. Well, yeah, you don't even see what I just saw. I yeah. forgot 30 seconds ahead of you. I know. I thought. I was confused for a second. I thought that's no, what you were wait, talking about. Wait, wait till you see the, the save that Soros just made in traffic. Dude, Soros has like a million guys in front of him, his own teammates and Flames players. How did he find this puck? I don't know. I'm watching the replay right now. I'm watching it. Oh, my gosh, man. That was how like... The, how the hell did he find that puck? Wow. That was like point blank, man. Took two shots, like... Yeah, Man, he, yeah, he literally does. So Soros is up to seven saves now. Yeah, what Chris Mason um, just said, you the guys are going to have to step up. Yeah, I mean, we got to get through this penalty kill first. Predators uh, got two shots on goal, on goal, and now the Flames have seven, maybe eight. I don't remember. It's at seven right now. Seven, oh, uh, yeah. So we're at full strength. Predators kill officially kill the, the Flames uh, power play. So here we go. All right, All man. Right. Love it. So as we go through this episode, Rich, we're not doing a full watch along tonight, guys. No. We're not going, we're not taking you to the very end of the game like we've done in the past. So sorry about that. Yeah. But um, we are, we do have some things planned for you. So I want to we're about to break down really my thoughts on the Forsberg O'Reilly connection and, and what it can mean. And I want to get Rich's thoughts on that. I'm going to do my top 10 power rankings currently for the NHL yep. going into tonight's action, not counting tonight's game. So and I, I, and I, I am in, in agreement except for one thing. Okay. So we'll talk we're, about that. We're going to do our true or false segment. I got, I got a four pack of questions or statements, if you will, on true or false. And Rich is going to answer those and I'll, I'll give my rebuttal. And then by the time we get to, through all of that, we're also going to do a, a quick Central Division rundown. I have a couple things going out, going on throughout the Central Division that I want to touch on. By the time we get through all of that, we'll be really far into this game, and we will make our predictions on how this game's going to end. So that should be fun. Ho- hopefully, the Predators are up like five to nothing, and I don't have yeah, to make a hard easy. prediction. Yeah, that would be, yeah, horrible if it went the other way. It would be. All right, so as we were halfway through the first period, Predators up one nothing on a goal from Michael McCarron. Assist come from Liam Foudy. Or Foodie. Is his name Foodie? Foodie. Yeah, it's Foodie. 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 Give me the food. Foodie. Foodie. Liam Foodie and Mark Delgaizo. So Foodie has his second assist with the Predators, and Mark Delgaizo gets his second assist with the Predators. Love it. So there you have it. Good stuff there. The depth for the Predators is showing up big time with that goal. It is. And unfortunately, (laughs) we might not see some other people who we thought we might. We're going to talk about that. (laughs) We're going to touch on that later. We're going to touch on that later. Let's save that for later. A little sadness. I I know what you're hinting at there, but we're going to touch on that later. Uh, cliffhanger. All right, so the Flames are back on the power play, unfortunately, right now. Oh, I'm at a commercial. 
But as we're getting ready to get back to action, Rich, let's talk about this. It's a big story with this team. We speculated about it in the offseason after Ryan O'Reilly was picked up. We knew that O'Reilly was picked up to be paired with Forsberg. That was obvious. We knew that was coming. But let's really break down what we see is happening right now between Forsberg and O'Reilly. And I just saw it just now. It wasn't a goal, but on shorthanded, no less. Or maybe it wasn't a flame. It's not saying that the Flames are on the power play right now. Oh, I thought they were. I thought they – oh, they are not. But I did just see – you'll see it too on your screen really quick, Rich, so it's actually perfect. Did you just see that pass from Forsberg to O'Reilly near the net? Not yet. You'll see it. Yeah. I think the Valley Sports South is showing um, it right now. Oh, there it is. Look at yep. that pass. Look at that pass. Wow. Wait till you see slow-mo. So yeah. a really good deflection from the Flames defender to break up that play, but that actually is perfect for yep. what I was about to talk about here. Juice the, the the chemistry between <laughs> Forsberg and O'Reilly is really something special right now. It is very much so. You, you say your what you're going to say, and then I will tell you what I what I've got. What and there it is. There it is on the screen right there. So, Redemption saw it. Our buddy Johnny just saw it. Comments on YouTube. Good play by Anderson of the Flames to defend the play. So, yeah, that's basically what we just watched there that I was reacting to. Yeah. Forsberg threaded the needle on a really good pass. O'Reilly likes to crash the net. And that could have been a goal if not for a really good defensive play by the Flames. Hey, I got I to gotta break into that or talks here. Soros is under fire. Yeah, he is. And I don't mean that, no pun intended, because we're playing the Flames. Oh, oh I get it. But, I get it. <laughs> but Soros is under fire right now. This dude is all over the net. Oh, my gosh, man. Fred's got to tighten up their defense. What is going oh, on right oh, now? Oh, wow. Yeah, you see it. You see it right yeah. now. Man, there was one... That was through traffic. So you see a collapsing yeah, defense right man. now. For the, the Predators are collapsing around Soros. They're trying to build like a protective shell around Soros, but it's not working. No, it's not. And Soros is really having to bail them out right now to keep this a so 1-0 that, game. That initial shot that was like almost to the blue line from the blue line was like, I don't think he fully saw it. But he, but he stopped it, man. Yeah, that was um. Prez got to tighten this thing up. I mean, I know the Flames are not confused as being a offensive juggernaut by any means, but we got a lot of time left in this game, obviously. And yeah, for sure. Soros is is playing on his head right now, but. Standing on his head, yes. Standing sir. on his head, yes. But uh, we got, we got, we got to have a response here for sure. The defense is kind of getting outplayed. I feel like the Predators are a little bit; they're getting a little out hustled right now. Yeah, and here we were talking really good about the defense earlier. Look at this slick passing! Oh my god! Wait till you see that it wasn't a goal, but this slick passing from this. Pre- oh my gosh! It is a it, clinic. It's- it it's not like anything you've seen for a long time. The passing is great. 
Um, they, so, they, they can nail those stretch passes. It's, it's so scary. Tommy Novak is a wizard with his passing. Let me just say that. And once we get to the next break in action, so I can actually break this down for you a little bit further on Tommy oh Novak. <laughs> he went behind the back. So all of our viewers, all of our viewers on YouTube right now, watching live or on X, thank you for watching, or on Facebook. Rich is, Twitter. Rich is 30 seconds behind me right now on the live yep. broadcast. So everything I react to, he is 30 seconds behind. So, yep. but Tom, <clears throat> Tommy Novak right now is a wizard. His he passing, is. this dude, is his passing is ridiculous. <laughs> it is. That was a beautiful... Behind the back pass. And so Andrew Burnett lets them play. He lets them play freely. Which is awesome and good to see. Oh, my gosh. That is a beautiful pass. Yes, it was. And so it didn't end up as a goal, but let the guys flap their wings. Let them play. There you go. Yes. So the next break in action, I'm going to break down a little bit more about what actually – Tommy Novak is doing right now in terms of yeah. milestones and even franchise history right now. It's crazy. It is crazy. Yeah, he, ha- he hasn't even played a full NHL season yet. Mm-mm. Two his two previous NHL seasons have been broken up. Yep. Where he was called up. Yep. And he's played well. And he's really shining under the new. This, this is going to be his first. This is going to be his first season where he is in the league. He is in the NHL for the full time. He's not going to be sent down. Yeah. So when when I share you share with you where he kind of is right now in terms of Predators franchise history in such a short amount of time, it's going to blow your mind. But this game is moving so fast paced right now that I kind of want to wait until a uh, commercial break happens before i put it out there we also still kind of i kind of still want to elaborate more on the forsberg o'reilly action but this game is really moving fast i mean mostly but mostly because the flames are owning the offensive zone right now they sure oh 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 oh. (laughs) i'm sorry to spoil it for you rich Keeper Sherwood oh, is on gosh. the board. Keeper it. Sherwood. Another count- it. It's a counterattack. Well, I want to hear it's coming up. Oh my gosh. The Predators, they don't waste time. Stretch pass. Two on one. That's what I'm talking about, man. Those those stretch passes are like, there it is. And guess who has another assist to their name? Luke Evangelista. That was a beautiful. Textbook, <laughs> two-on-one goal. And I feel really bad for Jacob Marshall. I do. I don't. Why? Uh, don't feel bad for him. I'm a nice guy. He makes a lot of money. That's awesome. So, I mean, no, no one's guy. talking. To, no one's How did talking. get that through? No one's talking about Luke Evangelista, the fact that the dude has eight points now in the season, which I haven't seen the other rookies and what they're doing tonight, but – he might be tied for the lead for rookies right now in points. I haven't Dude. seen the other rookies yet. I haven't seen what's going on tonight on the scoreboard. I love Kiefer Sherwood. 
What a primary assist from Luke Evangelista. It's oh a two on God, it's a man. two on one goal. Two on one goal meticulously scored between Kiefer Sherwood and Luke Evangelista. Tommy Novak gets the secondary assist to spring the play. Predators are even how did he even thread that to get it to get it by? Because it, it went right under the stick of one of the flames. Players. I mean, this team is playing with confidence. Confidence. Man, it's exciting, man. Even at five and six. Yes. And I want to get I want to give a lot of credit to um the Predators official beat reporter, Emma Lingan. She puts out so much good stuff. And she got a quote before the Oilers win. I don't know if you came across this, Rich, where yeah. she was talking to the locker room and the, the Predators are four and six. They're Riding a two-game losing streak, but we're seeing them show some positive signs. They're just not winning the actual game itself. And she put it out there. She talked to the players, and they said that the the overall morale of the locker room is is good. And I know fans don't like to see that sometimes when the team is losing, but even in their losses, this Predators team let. There's one loss on this season where the Predators just didn't show yeah. up. And that was the first game against the Oilers. Yes, that was ugly. And it was um what you always hear is they they trust the process and that's what they that's what they do. You got to just you can't deviate from your game plan and I think that's what Hines would do a lot. Um even though I I would hear them say the same thing, trust the process, but uh, I don't think he ever did that because there was a lot of line shifting. But now, you know, they're they're kind of you know they're sticking with the game plan, and that's that's what you got. Bally, Bally Sports South just shared a really good stat here um, regarding the Sherwood Novak Evangelista line, and they are getting a ton of high danger chances right now. They're outscoring opponents. They're out shooting wow. opponents. Yes. What a line. And again, let's go back to Andrew Burnett. He he is identified and really found some really good line combinations. And that's coaching. That's coaching. It is. Absolutely. I think I saw a quote by um, Dan Hynot one time. He said, Andrew Burnett thinks of things that nobody else thinks of when they, when they talk about lines and yes. stuff. He said, nobody, he, he thinks of stuff that, Nobody's thought of, and it usually works out pretty good. So Soros cool. is still very much under fire right now. Oh, yeah. I mean, they are blanketing him with shots right now. Shots are 16-5 in favor of Calgary. Man. So if you're a Flames fan right now, you're like, what else can we do right now? Mm -hmm. I mean... You look at the two goals by the Predators, they're opportunistic goals. They're much so, yes. seizing the opportunity when you have it in front of you. I mean, post. they're they're taking target practice right now on yeah, SARS. They, they need to not let that happen. Gosh, man. Yossi just fired a shot from the red line at Markstrom. <laughs> And Markstrom had to make the save from the red line. That's how confident this Predators team is right now. Yep. 
But Soros is fully engaged, and I don't want to jinx him right now, but Soros is... He's made 15 saves already in this first period. <laughs> so as much as I... So, so as much as I want to focus on the goals, Michael McCarron gets his first of the season. Awesome for him. Uh, such a great two-on-one teammate goal from Evangelista to Sherwood. Awesome. Yes. But you know who you know who's stealing this game right now? It's UC Soros. Oh, absolutely he is. Absolutely. It's 2-0 because of UC Soros. Yes, because it could be a lot worse. It could be a tie game. It could be the Predators are losing. You don't know. Soros is completely flipped this game over. He just had to make another good save. Another good save. I mean, it's it's target practice right now. And if you're a Flames fan, you're like, what else can we do right now? Yeah. Like, we, we can't – I mean, they just ended – so the, the Flames were on a six-game losing streak going into Saturday, and they finally beat the Kraken on Saturday, so they ended their six-game losing streak. You know how hard it is to have a six-game losing streak in this league? You have to be as bad as the San Jose Sharks. Yeah. Womp womp. Womp womp. Poor but, San Jose. <laughs> yeah, poor San Jose. Yeah, we – I – you asked me why do I feel bad for someone? I really feel bad for San Jose. Yeah. But did you um, hear did you hear somebody said that uh John Hines is friends with the coach for San Jose? <laughs> and he's been and he's been he's been going and uh visiting the team and like been a voice in the, That's so wrong. A sounding board for, <laughs> so for a while. And they said That's he's so there wrong, he's there like once a week or whatever and and they people are John Hines is never going to escape the wrath of this fan base. No, no way. No He's going to have to change his name. Yeah. I'm Johan Haynes. <laughs> Johan Haynes. He's got to go to witness protection. Isn't that what they yeah. do when they uh yeah. for the uh yeah, for the, the, for, the, the for the people who turn on the narcos or whatever yeah. in the yeah. drug trade. He'll, uh, he'll give him a, a red um curly yes. wig and wear that yeah he's gonna have to move to like des moines iowa or, uh, <laughs> who is this john hines you speak of he's got to move to like uh <clears throat> sioux falls south dakota i'm trying to think of some really random midwestern towns fargo north dakota fargo nah yeah he's got to move to one of those midwestern towns and change his name that's the only reason that's the only way he'll escape from the predator's wrath too funny but um all right yeah, Predators are being outshot 17-6, but they're up 2 nothing. It's funny how hockey works, right? You know, you know what would really hurt right now if the Predators gave up a late goal. Oh yeah. That's the worst. That's that's the worst thing ever. And I'm telling you right now, it's that the Predators need to tighten up on defense a little bit. They they've scored their goals. They've ooh. Evangelista just drew a penalty. That's the worst. Flames are getting frustrated. Flames, yeah, he's – I can't see the player right now, but uh, Evangelista just took, took a shot to the head. Oh, I, haven't seen the, that. I haven't seen the replay yet. Gosh, man. I don't want to rule one way or the other on if it was a good call or not. Let's see. Oh, yeah, that's a penalty. 
Oh my! That's a penalty. That dude's probably gonna get in trouble. He was targeting him. Yeah, he was. He had his elbow up. He wasn't even playing the puck. Zadarov, what's his name? Zadarov. I don't know him. Yeah, I don't either. Oh my gosh, man! It's like he elbowed him right in the head. Yeah, and the Flames, you know, even the coach is arguing it, but I think it's more frustration more than anything. Um, But that was a clear not playing the puck. Dude, he raised his elbow. Yeah. Yeah, he he wasn't playing the puck. I mean, I am always very objective when it comes to penalties. If it's not a penalty, I'll call it like I see it. Suspending. But that was – he was targeting for sure. Like, yeah. all right, let's see this he, Predators power play go to work here. He deserves four games. That's what they gave Charlie McAvoy. I will – so somebody like that. We did it in the tail of the tape to open this episode. The Flames had the fourth best power, uh, penalty kill penalty in the kill, league. Yeah. So let's – and the Predators are up to 11th in, in power play. They've really been showing us a lot. We were talking about it earlier, the Forsberg-O'Reilly connection is really starting to build. So let's watch this power play here and see how they can um, build something here. So O'Reilly likes to park himself near the net. That's his thing. Forsberg likes to be out on the perimeter a little bit. Let's see. O'Reilly is looking for those rebound goals. Yes. Uh, All right. They lost possession here. And the period ends. Oh, Man, Soros had to make a shorthanded save to close out the period. That's the worst. All right, who fell down? What? Ha- oh, it's getting right. ready to end. All right, right here. so the the Predators are up two nothing, despite being really vastly outshot in that period. But they're up two nothing. Oh, yep, they're. Saros juice stops it. I mean, what a period from Saros. Good for him. I mean, best case scenario, if Saros doesn't play the way he played that period, this is a tie oh. game. Yeah, but and it could have been worse. For sure. Huh. All right, so we're at the first intermission. We already kind of talked about the Forsberg O'Reilly connection. O'Reilly just had his fifth career hat trick. Yeah. Um something I've noticed, and, and this is not a knock on any of the former uh line mates of Philip Forsberg, but uh Ron O'Reilly is a very hard worker. Like yeah. he is all over the puck. Um he he doesn't give up. When, he, when they're tied up on the boards, you know, he's always going after the puck. And he he's just like a ball of energy, man. Like, he just – I don't know. It's, it's just he's, – he's I call him I call him a head different. coach on the – he's a head coach on yes. the ice. Yes, absolutely. That's a, that's a very good – very good description. But, um, yeah, he just gets after it. I don't know. They're just uh, – I don't know. It's just it, – it's been a while since we've seen a player – like that, I guess. Yes. Is what I'm getting at. <laughs> Very sure. And I mean, <clears throat> he's really unlocked the potential of Forsberg as well. Yeah. So um you, you gotta think as the season rolls on, mm-hmm. those two are gonna continue 
Yeah. You just really build a chemistry that that's going to score a lot of goals, especially on the power play. And um, we've seen Gustav Nyquist move up to that top line recently. Yep. So uh, we'll see how it goes. But uh, as we're in this first intermission here, episode 207, Catfish and Ice, brought to you by DraftKings and Raycon Global with our promo codes THPN. It's the holiday season. I know we haven't hit Thanksgiving yet, so it's not Black Friday or anything, but some people like to do their Christmas shopping way early. So with that, let's tell you about Raycon, who is back as one of our sponsors. We are happy to have him back. And Rich, you know this as well as I do. The holiday season gets really hectic. A lot to juggle. There's things to do. You got to get the Christmas shopping out of the way. You got to do all these things. It may be too early to start decorating for the holidays, but it's never too early to start your holiday shopping. Why not take care of it now before the crowds and packed calendars make shopping a total nightmare? I hate shopping. I hate shopping, Rich. Yeah, I'm not a fan either. I usually try to do it online. There you go. So, especially when you can get some of the best deals of the season well before Black Friday. You can shop Raycon products right now and save up to 50% off because their early Black Friday sale is going on now. So you don't even have to wait till Black Friday to do your shopping. Nope. Nope. You've heard me talk about Raycon's products before, and they're back now. And... I'm telling you right now, my personal endorsement for Raycon, I wear them at the gym. I wear them when I'm jogging because they're so comfortable. They don't fall out of my ear. They that That's the best thing about these wireless earbuds is yep. when you're running and when you're working out, when you're doing something active, they stay in your ear and you mm-hmm. don't have a long cord hanging out. That's what I love about Raycon. Raycon first made a name for themselves in the audio space with products like their everyday earbuds known for delivering high-quality and thoughtful features like a 32-hour battery life and a perfect in-ear fit for all-day wear and lasting comfort. And this past year, they expanded their entire business with the introduction of Raycon Home and Raycon PowerTech. So, there you have it with those amazing products as well. Their five-star reviewed Magic 180 cable allows you to charge iOS, micro USB, and Type-C devices eight times faster with 100-watt power delivery. Their faucet filter ultra filters the water in your tap against chlorine and heavy metals. It's a must-have for ensuring the water you use to wash your face and brush your teeth is you know actually clean that is that hits home with me big time oh yeah filtered water absolutely so raycon keeps expanding the game with their products raycon is known for delivering high quality and thoughtful features at half the price of other premium tech brands it's no wonder their products have racked up tens of thousands of five-star reviews to get everyone in the holiday shopping spirit a bit early Raycon is currently offering 20% off on their site with select products up to 50% off. So 
Beat the crowds and save now. Trust me, you do not want to miss out on Raycon's early Black Friday sales. They have so many tech products out there, including the wireless earbuds, including the other products we just hit yep. on. So hurry, so hurry now to buy Raycon.com slash THPN to get 20 to 50% off site-wide. That's buyraycon.com slash THPN to score up to 50% off Raycon products. That's buyraycon.com slash THPN. Yep. Awesome can, company, awesome products. You can put them in and listen while you're decorating your Christmas tree. Yeah, there you go. Like you can do that right now. Yeah. You're not, you're not going to put your tree up right now? Like tomorrow Some or anything? Do. Some people do. Yes. I have to tell you. So um, this is one of my bandmates, Christina. Um, she has five Christmas trees up already in her house. Five? Five Christmas trees up, fully decorated right now in her house. Yep. It's crazy. Wow. It's a lot. Prediction says, I can see O'Reilly as a head coach after his playing days are done. Yeah, I can see that too. Yep. We got our buddy Justin Gambino in the house. Preds are winning. Whoop. And our amazing friend Lindsay says, hi, friends. Flames are losing with Flames a sad fan. face. Yep. She likes the Predators, but she's also a Flames fan. And our buddy CJ. On YouTube says, hey, oh, Discord catfish hopping on over. Yes, we're all in the fantasy hockey league. <sighs> Not doing so well in that. Hey, I mean, I'm one and two right now. So yeah, I did I finally I did win. Well. I got my first win. All right. Um, well. Fun league, though. Fun league. CJ, who just commented on YouTube, is our commissioner. Yeah, I gave him. Oh. And we've also, oh, we got Liz in as well. Wow. Got all of our friends in here. They're all here. Thank you. We would love people. we would love some new friends to jump in on the comments as well. If you're watching on X, formerly known as Twitter, yeah. if you're watching on Facebook, we don't get a lot of Facebook comments. Come on, Facebook. Don't let us down. Don't let us down, Facebook. Yeah. And also on YouTube. And if you're watching on YouTube, hit subscribe. Helps us out a ton. All right. So we are in the first intermission. Predators are up 2 nothing. Rich, I'm if you want to fire up the power rankings here, I'm going go to ahead. do yeah, we're gonna do it, man. We're gonna do it. So I got my top 10 power rankings of the NHL. We used to do our central, what do we call it, Rich? The the battle for the central is what we used battle to call it. Battle for the central division. There so it is. Look, I did it. One, you did it. You did something good. Let me get the screen. Yay. So, there, so there is my current. Top 10 NHL power rankings. Fire away on the comments on how you feel about my power rankings. I don't expect anyone to agree with me. I'm about to go 1 through 10 for our audio listeners on the podcast platforms. But you see it on the screen there. That's my personal top 10 power rankings. I'm about to give my case for each team and why I put them where I put them. We're in the first intermission here, so we got a break in the action. Predators are up 2 nothing on the Flames. Let's get into it, Rich. All right. My number one team should shock nobody. No, it's the defending stamp. I mean, you got to beat the man to be the man. All right? Oh, yeah. I've heard so that. So, Vegas, Vegas is 11-1-1 one one on the season, 23 points. 
So I got them as my number one power ranking team. It's an yeah. obvious choice. I'm going to check you for drugs if you don't put the Golden Knights as your number one team. It's um safe safe bet for sure. All right. <laughs> let's move let's move on to number 2, a big no one would have expected this ranking going into the season or even maybe no. a week ago. Maybe no. even a week ago. In, in fact, the last episode we did, because we took a little bit of a break from the podcast, the last episode we did, we did a live watch-along as we yeah. watched the Predators lose to the Vancouver Canucks. I would not have put the Canucks at number two. I would never dreamt of it at that point. Yeah. But I have the Canucks as my number two team in my top 10 power rankings right now because they have proved it. They have beaten really good teams. They have a MVP heart trophy caliber player in Elias Pedersen. They have Thatcher Demko, who I've yeah. always regarded as a type of goalie who could eventually win a Vesna, but he's had some rough years here and there. He's had some really shaky defenses in front of him. He is playing at an elite level right now. Absolutely. So I got Rich, just first of all, my top two. Um, I disagree with your number two. Oh, okay. Well, I can um, only I can only begin <laughs> to wonder why. I think you know why, but um, so Vancouver, like when they beat the Predators the first time, I was kind of like, okay, Preds had a bad game, I guess. Vancouver, you know, any of these teams can beat any of the other teams on any given night. Then they did it again, and they're the real deal, apparently, at this juncture of the uh, of the season. So, yeah, there you go. All right, so let's move along here. I'm getting some good comments. I'll share them as I get <laughs> further down the list. All right, so Rich disagrees with me on my uh, Vancouver pick. I have Boston at number three, a very this controversial, very controversial. So Boston is my number three team, 10-1-1 one, one, with 21 points. I don't know. They should be I, think, I, think, I think Vancouver has finally figured it out. They were a massive disappointment last year. They they were the most they, under, they were the most underperforming team of last year. I 100% agree with that. And now that really looks like they, it looks like they've learned from their mistakes a little bit. We'll see. That They're number 2. I have Boston yeah. number 3. Number 4 I have the up and coming, exciting, the NHL can't talk about them enough, the national media. The New Jersey Devils. Yeah. I have them as my number four team. They're seven, three, and one right now with 15 points. My number five mm. team. So I have Dallas further back than I would have put them in my preseason rankings. Yeah. I have Dallas. Yeah, me five. too. Yeah. And Dallas, Dallas has taken two losses in a row, including to my number two team, the Vancouver Canucks. Well, they also lost to your number three team. Uh, exactly. That's why I have them at number five. Boston. Yeah. That was a good game, right. though. I will say that. So Dallas comes in at number five. I still have a lot of faith in them to win the Central Division, but they're number five, seven, three, and one. Number six, another Central Division team, Colorado Avalanche. I'm not sure. They don't look right. They, they I'm not saying they're awful, but the Avs. Yeah. I haven't watched I them. I don't, I don't think I've watched them this year at all yet, but they're they're not clicking as a well-oiled elite team 
yeah. they, obviously they can work out the kinks and everything can be fine, but I'm not so sure about them being among the top five right now. That's why I had them at number six. I think that's a good my, spot. My number seven team is the New York Rangers. I still have a lot of faith in the New York Rangers and they're eight, two and one. Two, one of their two regulation losses is to the Nashville Predators, mind you. Yeah. Suck it, Peter Laviolette. I still have I still have them at number seven. I still think that they are a major top contender in the Eastern Conference. I like watching them play too. They're a fun team to watch. They so are, I got I love, them at number seven. Uh, yeah. Panarin is uh, a fun player. Watch. I like watching. So, yeah, I mean, and, and Shesterkin has been here mm-hmm. and there, but he's still Shesterkin's one of those goalies that just get him hot in the, in the playoffs, and you can win a yep. cup. Yep, yep. So they're my number seven team. Number eight, I got the LA Kings, a team that we've been waiting to just explode, kind of like the Devils in the Eastern Conference. Yeah. That's kind of how I look at the Kings. I got them at number eight. They're seven, two, and two for 16 points. Number nine, the biggest, maybe bigger (laughs) surprise than the Canucks. But I got to give credit where credit's due. I got but, the Anaheim Ducks as the number nine team in so my wasn't top it, ten. Wasn't it the Ducks that handed Vegas their first? Yeah, they're only regulation, regulation loss. Yep, that was the just Ducks, like a few days ago. <clears throat> the, the Ducks are seven four and zero, and they've been a team that's been rebuilding for a long time. Ducks fly together. I'm not that's ready why. to call the Ducks like a like a deep playoff type of team yet, but. And the early going, I got to put them in my top ten. Yeah, they've got, they got a good, they've got young talent. Go ahead, Rich. They got that flying V formation that they do all the time. They're really yeah, good at man. that. The knuckle puck, the whole nine yards. What's the name of their head coach again? What was oh, the guy? I don't remember what his name. Oh, what is his name? <laughs> I uh, we'll have to go back and look at that. Yeah, I don't remember. Anyway, I mean, I, I remember the evil head coach he had to go against. Yeah, yeah. Um. They yeah, wore the Kings colors. They wore the LA Kings they did. colors. They wore the silver and black, and they looked they so ominous and evil. They did. All of right. course. And my number 10 team to round out the top 10, and spoiler alert, it's I don't have the Predators in my top 10 right now. You can't I, do that. I, I have them very close. I have them close, but they're not in my top 10. I do have the Toronto Maple Leafs, despite some of their stumbles. <clears throat> I can't deny their roster. It's still so good. I feel like they're going to eventually put it together. It, it, they are. So good. I put the I put the Toronto Maple Leafs at number ten on my top ten power yeah. rankings. We will revisit this list. I'm sure I'll, I'll do another list in the in a few episodes, and we'll see how much it changes. But that's my list. Maple Leafs come at number ten. Rich, I want to ask you right now. You, you don't have to go past number ten, but where would you put the Predators based on this list? How far outside? Um, of the top? I would say fourteen or fifteen, maybe like right in the middle. I would say. All right. Yeah, Mike. Kinda. Mike, we have a couple answers here We're on the. E- <laughs> that was the. Uh, that's the head coach of the Ducks, right? Bombay. Yeah, is it? Yep. And he, he's he's such a bad dude. He's he, like at first, yeah. like he's Hadn't, not likable, and then he comes together and rallies the team. Yeah, hadn't hadn't uh, played for a very long time yet gets a tryout with the the Minnesota North Stars, 
Yeah. We're, well, but we want to know that we want to know the other evil head coach. Is it this guy? I don't remember that guy's name from the first Wolf's, movie. But he's evil. Like he looks so bad. Like he's been yeah. in a lot of movies. The 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 actor that plays yeah. this coach, he's been in movies before. I can't think. Someone has to get on um, IMDb yeah, or whatever. One of the saying. movie websites. All right. So there's my there's my power rankings. Rich only disagrees with my Vancouver Boston pick. Yeah, yeah. I, I think Boston um, had a lot. They lost a lot over the over the uh, the uh, beginning of the season with Bergeron and all that. And they've played really well considering what they've lost. So, oh, for sure. Yeah. I mean, yeah. everyone was saying Boston was going to take a dip back. They, but they've been saying that for two straight years. Yeah. They haven't yet. It was kind of funny. Um, the game when they were playing Dallas, like Jeremy Swayman was in net and like Joe Pavelski was in front of him. And uh, one of the Dallas's defensemen hit a shot from the blue line and like, Swayman like pushed Joe Pavelski down and then gloved <laughs> gloved the puck. It was pretty pretty awesome. It was a good good catch. So hey, All the right, game we're, under, we're underway. Predators power play is rounding out. Romeosi just almost got an open shot on the net, but the power play expires. So here we go. A lot of game left here, guys. We're going to take you not to the very end of the game, but we're definitely going to take you pretty far in, and then we'll make our predictions and hopefully not jinx the Predators in the process. <laughs> Don't jinx we, the we will have the pitchforks coming at us. Oh, yeah. Yeah, more than normal. <laughs> Protect Soros. All right, so we have goals from Michael McCarron and Kiefer Sherwood. Sherwood has his third goal of the year. M Michael McCarron gets his first of the year. So Michael McCarron's back in the lineup, and he scores a goal. Just how we know Michael. That's the way Michael McCarron scores goals. Let's be honest, guys. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Oh, another big save from Soros. They're, 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 they're messing around with... Well, the flames get it. Flames <clears throat> playing with fire. The flames are getting on the back end of the Predators' defense. Yeah, they're basically the Predators are getting caught up ice a lot tonight. And luckily, Soros is now up to eighteen saves. Look at this. Look at this two-way game. Oh my gosh. Car Carrier wow. got beat there a little bit. Carrier got a little bit lost. Um. And then Cole Smith tried to get a quick little backhand goal there. So, yeah, I mean, the Predators are counterattacking very well. That's kind oh, of why man. they're up to nothing right now. Man, that would have been a good – that would have been so, a good goal. So, I, I highlighted in the tail of the tape to start the episode, I told you the, that Saros is 8-1-1 one one against the Calgary Flames in his career. He's actually won his last six games against the Calgary Flames. So let's hope that's not a jinx. That was just shared by the uh, Valley Sports South broadcast. It always is good for sharing some really good stats. So opening moments of the second period here. No jinx. No jinxies. No jinxies allowed. No jinxies. <clears throat> 
So we're about to get to our next segment here, which is going to be true or false. Ooh. You ready for this, Rich? I am. We'll keep watching this. Oh, another good chance there for the Predators. We'll try to juggle this new segment while also watching (laughs) this game. Very challenging. It is very challenging. All right, new segment. It's episode 207 of Catfish Nights. We're also about to tell you about DraftKings. Or false. We will tell you in the next commercial break, we'll tell you about DraftKings. But until then, let's start with our true or false segment. It's at the bottom of the screen for our YouTube viewers and on X. Let's start with my first question, Rich. Don't read the bottom of the screen. Okay. True or false, Rich? Preds will finish top 10 in the power play when the season ends. True. True. Absolutely true. So they're 11th right now, but obviously there's a lot of games left. So This team is showing so much promise in all aspects. I believe that it will, they will definitely be in the top 10. Strike it into the record. Write it, it down. It cannot be taken out. It will <clears> be <throat> the historical records for years and decades to come. Rich Write House, it down. Rich House said that the Predators power play will finish top 10 at the end of 2023-24. Put yep. it in the record books. Can yep. Never be struck out. No I agree. Jinkies. I agree with you, Rich. No and it jinkies. goes back to our initial discussion about the Forsberg-O'Reilly connection. Yep. If I didn't have that chemistry to build off of, it wouldn't matter to me. Even if they were still 11th yeah. and they were still getting early luck, I don't yeah, see I it. My thing is, I don't see it as just luck. I see it as actually building something. That yes, that's how I see it as well. They're they're definitely building something really good. Even yeah. in the power play chances that they don't score on, mm-hmm. I see them doing good things. You're not going to always score on the power play. No. Like, are you doing good things? Are you getting zone time? Are you making good passes? Are you putting the defense in really bad situations. That's what I'm looking for. And the Predators are doing that on the power play. It's only going to keep getting better and better. They're going to start getting rewarded more and more. So I am right there with you on that one. True or false, will the Predators power play finish in the top 10 at the season's end? I say true. True. Rich says true. All right. this 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 one's a way harder one. This one's hard to say. And um, I've already been I've already been labeled by some people as being a hater, but it doesn't I, matter. I peeked at the bottom of the screen. True or false, Rich? Philip Tomasino will be on the Predators roster past this season. False. Oh. All right. It, I hate to say it. I just don't. I just don't see it happening. Who, who, who's whose spots he going to take? <laughs> I, I think it, I think it's a player way in. I think it, he is. I, yeah, in, he is almost. He is almost in a training camp battle in the middle of the season. Yeah, with I agree. Liam with Liam Foodie with um, Samuel Fagimo. Fagimo, yep, yep. With, I mean, and I got so much criticism for this. Yeah, I saw before that. the season started, Super. and that's fine. Yeah, because people love Tomasino and I love him too. Yeah, it's but not I just anything. Call, I just call it like I see it, but there's other guys 
still with the Admirals that could get called up eventually. One thing yeah. that Andrew Burnett is proving is that he will call guys up and he will experiment. Oh, yes. another good save from Soros. Man, Soros is just really locked in. Another big save from Soros. Um, back to oh my gosh, man, Soros. Lindholm. Yeah, so Soros just made a big pat save on Lindholm. Um, yeah, like I know, like last season and the season before, everybody was talking about how, um, Tomasino needs to play with Philip Forsberg and, you know, he needs to be getting, needs top line minutes. I, I, I just don't think it's not going to happen. <laughs> that that ship sailed. I just don't think it's going to happen. I, I mean, I do I mean, think there's still a chance that Tomasino could play his way back in through injuries, through yeah, certain injuries. situations, but he's not in the lineup tonight. No. Foodie's in there. Yep. Yep. Why? I mean, if the organization had total confidence in Philip Tomasino behind the scenes, mm-hmm. do you think they go out and make those waiver picks up pickups of Fagimo, and not even just Fagimo, but definitely they don't go out and pick up Foodie? No, no. Yeah, I agree, one hundred percent. Yeah, it's now we can argue all night long on whether you agree with the front office decision to pick up right. those players. That's not what I'm arguing. I'm arguing based on facts right now. And the fact is this front office went out and made two waiver wire pickups <laughs> that directly affected Philip Tomasino, who is in the last year of his ELC. That is a fact. That doesn't make me a hater. That doesn't nope. mean that I don't like the player. It's just a fact. Yep. Yep. I think um, it's a matter of you might not be getting all the minutes you want, but are you making the best of the minutes that you do get? And I'm not quite sure. I mean, it's a hard game. So, you know, it's you're not going to be a superstar every night, but like – I guess, you know, he's not showing them what they need to see. I mean, that's all it is. And and Foodie has another assist tonight. And Andrew Burnett has raved about his speed and about his quickness. And you know that whenever you get a new head coach into your locker room, you can't expect that head coach to just – go par for the course no. and just keep every player that you loved from the previous administration. It's not going to happen. Yes. And throw on top of that, obviously a new general manager who, like I said earlier, will not hesitate to pull that trigger to do something. And Andrew, in the past, I, I don't, yes, yes. They, he would, David Paul would hesitate. And, and I don't think, I don't, you know, this is just me speculating but i don't think andrew burnett had a ton to do with or anything to do with really the um matt duchene buyout or any of that stuff but when it comes to the waiver pickups of fagimo and foodie i think andrew burnett had a huge 
case in that. Oh yeah, yeah. Because he mean, wants he wants his players. He wants. Yeah. yeah. He identifies the types of players he wants. Yes. And, and for what? And unfortunately, Tomasino, for whatever yeah. reason, is not set himself apart. Yes, and Brunette sees a need on his team, and if there's somebody he can find who can fill that need, he's going to do it. And that's you know he does have a uh, say in that for sure. Um, the thing with Duchesne, like what you said, I think that wound up being actually winds up being a really good move because he hasn't really done much in Dallas. I know he's and he's hurt. He missed the last game. He didn't miss body injury, the, yeah. the last game, so. You know that that but Dallas that, Dallas is so stacked. Dallas is so stacked. They are stacked. That, yeah, I mean, they, even without Duchesne, but yeah, um, for sure. But yeah. yeah, that gets us off the off the subject. But yeah, um, so yes, I, I so we're, think, we're, we're we are on the same page with that one as well. True or false? Will Philip Tomasino be on the Predators past this season? False. We both we both say false. Um, false. He, he could end up being traded before the trade deadline. I could see that possibly happening. And I actually think he would have some trade value. I do too. And, and I hope, I hope that if that does happen, I could it, see, I could totally see Thomas, you know, going to another organization and, and, and flourishing. Yeah. yeah. And I hope, hopefully if that does happen, that that is what will happen. Like, with so every, everyone, thing. everyone likes to draw that comparison. Like Tomasino's getting the Tolvanen treatment. Well, mm, the no. only way he'll get the Tolvanen treatment is if he's <laughs> lost on waivers. Which hopefully this front office has learned their lesson on that one. And first of all, Tomasino's is waiver exempt right now. I checked it today on Cat, oh, Cat Friendly. Okay. He is because that's a very confusing. You always have to be I checking on that. Yeah, I don't. That's why cat. That's why cat friendly is such an amazing tool to use when you're looking at stuff like that. Yeah. Um, Tomasino is only 22 years old, and he is still waiver exempt. So there is still a possibility that the Predators could send him to the Admirals. They haven't done it yet. They've just been healthy scratching him. Yeah. But well, hopefully which, they. You know, if if that's what's going to happen, hopefully they will send him down. I don't know, man. At that point, though, what are you doing? You know, like. Well, I mean, he's, wasting, saying, he's, like, wa- yeah. he's wasting away right now, but yeah. he, I feel like he's past his he's he's past that window of sending him back to Milwaukee too, though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah you're he's, right. He's really stuck between a rock and a hard place right now. Yeah. So, I haven't paid attention of how he does when he is in Milwaukee, but I'm sure oh, he, he would do great. Well. I think I yeah. think he would do. I think he'd be their top player. Yeah. Hmm. But as a front office. He's probably not in your long-term future to even play for Milwaukee. I mean, like I said. Oh I, yeah, yeah, got, for sure. I got I got blasted for it, but I I identified it you this off season. He's in his last year of his ELC. He's going to be an RFA, and with all this now, I did incorrectly identify Dennis Garyanov as a player that could give him some competition. I was dead <laughs> wrong on that. I'll admit it. He didn't make the roster. He could still oh, get yeah, called up. But Garyanov could still get called up, and Garyanov's playing very well for the Admirals right now. He's their top goal scorer right now. I remember, 
I remember that little tiff over the. <laughs> so I'm saying, like, there's still a lot to be figured out here. I'm not yeah. making one proclamation over another, yeah. but we will say, for the sake of this segment, true or false, me and Rich both say that it is false that Philip Tomasino will be on the Predators roster past this Don't. season. Don't see it happening. Let's get you caught up. Before we finish our last two questions on true or false, we're going to get you caught up on what's happening in the game here. What's going on here, Rich? They, got some, they, uh, I think Michael McCarron hit Nazem Kadri in the mouth with a stick, and I don't know what they're talking about. Well, I'm ahead of you a little bit on the broadcast, and I see Roman Yossi in the box for high sticking, oh, so and the Predators are on the penalty kill. Okay. Well, so that thirty-first hmm. ranked, well, was, second, that second to worst penalty kill in the league right now. The Predators are going into this game. They got to kill another power play. They killed the first one. Okay, I see what happened. So Yossi hit him, and then he like bumped into McCarron. I thought McCarron did it. Okay, yeah, I don't, I don't like Yossi taking all these penalties early in the season either. Yeah, that, yeah, he has. Uh, you don't want your captain doing that. No, he has. Uh, Taking some penalties for sure. Just waiting for him to like bust out. I don't know. I don't know. The Flames just can't get out of their own way, though. Oh, I don't know. They're so they're, de- they're 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 kind of a jumbled mess right now. Yeah. Very so very many. much very much like the Oilers are. So many opportunities tonight. So look at look at Trennan. Look at Trennan. Oh, Trennan just about got a shorthanded goal. You want to talk seen, about you know you want to talk about a player who's due some good luck. It's that yeah, that's what I was going to say. Absolutely, yeah. that poor dude has Man. struggled for sure. The Flames are so desperate on their power play that Markstrom is like basically another skater. Like he skated so <laughs> far out. Oh, what a poke check! I think that was Jeremy Lazan. All right, Rich, when you come back behind me, because you're a little behind me on the broadcast, double check. I'm pretty sure that was Jeremy Lazan that just had a really outstanding poke check in the slot to save UC Soros from having to make a really hard save. I'm pretty sure that was that was Lazan. <clears throat> You'll see it coming here. Should be coming to you right now. Yeah. Oh yeah, it was. Yeah, it was Lozan. Yeah, I yeah. heard. I I hear our good bo- our good guy Willie Donick in the background there. Yeah, yeah. So uh, oh, what a stick that just goes back to the beginning of this episode. We were t- I, we were praising Jeremy Lozan for his limiting high danger chances, and he just did yep. that. He literally yep. just did that. Yep. So the Predators just killed another Flames power play. They're still up two nothing. Past the midway point of the second period. All right, before we finish Love out it. true or false segment, we still have to do our central division rundown. We'll see where we're at in this game at that point, and then we'll make our predictions, and then that's going to wrap up episode 207. So we okay. still got a little bit more to get to here. Uh, we're about to tell you about DraftKings here. We just told you about Raycon, one of our amazing <coughs> sponsors. Let's tell you about our current DraftKings offer that's still going on right now in the NFL season. Uh NFL season is going on strong. Oh, my gosh. Predators just about made it 3 nothing. All right. Let's tell you about DraftKings and our current NFL offer. The NFL season is going strong, and DraftKings Sportsbook is hooking new customers up with an offer that's even stronger. 
bet five bucks on any game this week to score $200 instantly in bonus bets. And DraftKings isn't stopping there. All customers can take advantage of a sweetener offer every game day this October. This upcoming weekend matchup for you Titans fans, we taking on the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Down here in Tampa, I was going to go to the game, Rich, but it was just too expensive. Oh, you didn't want to go sit in the pirate ship thingy? It would be really cool, but I already went to the Tampa Bay Lightning season opener against the Predators, and I dropped a lot of money on that one. Well, and I just I I don't have the funds right now to drop. So, and plus, the Titans are three and five; they're kind of dead in the water right now. NFL tickets are expensive. I wanted to go. The yeah. Titans have a good rookie quarterback from the University of Kentucky. You should know about him. His name's yep. Will Levis. Levis. Yep, he is balling out in the two games he's played. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Opportunity well, that's for and sure. He, and he was just officially named the Titans starting quarterback for the rest of the year. Good for him. So a little tie to Rich's Kentucky Wildcats. Yep. Rich everybody was everybody was mad when they drafted him, though. I do remember that. So the tight, yeah. Well, they're they're looking kind of dumb right now. But either way, Titans Buccaneers very much a toss up matchup. Um, both teams are well out of their playoff races in their respective conferences. So, uh, I don't even know who I would take in that game, but either way, get in on the game day. Greatness. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use code THPN. New customers can score $200 instantly in bonus bets when you bet five on the NFL. That's code THPN only on DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL. The crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or visit www.1800gambler.net. In York, call 877-8-H-O-P-E-N-Y or text H-O-P-E-N-Y. That's 467-369 in Connecticut. Help is available. For problem gambling, call 888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly. On behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort in Kansas, licensed partner Golden Nugget, Lake Charles, Louisiana. 21 and up, age varies by jurisdiction. Void in ONT. Bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance. See sportsbook.draftkings.com slash football terms for eligibility and deposit restrictions, terms, and responsible gaming resources. Did I miss any goals during that read, Rich? You did not. But eventually you're going to be reading the uh, uh, gambling help, whatever numbers for every state in the union. <laughs> oh, that would take, that'd be the whole if episode. In, if you're that'll in South whole Dakota, <laughs> if you're in Iowa, call. <laughs> All right. So the Predators are clinging on to a 2 nothing lead. Yep. The shots have evened out a little bit. A little bit. Being, being outshot 23-14 right now. Um, let's. We got one more segment to get to. We got to finish out true or false. We got two more questions on true or false. We're going to do the Central Division rundown. I have a couple things going on in the Central Division I want to talk about. Then we'll do our game predictions on how this game's going to finish. We'll see how that goes. All right, Rich, let's go through these scores real quick going on in the NHL. So... The Hurricanes beat the Sabres 3-2 in overtime. Any thoughts about that, really? I haven't been uh, hearing much about the Hurricanes lately. 
So they're a little bit. They're not. Yeah, as, kinda, they haven't been as good as people expected. But yeah, I thought they would be playing a lot better. But that's a good win for them against the Sabers. All right, the Lightning beat the Canadians five three. They were up four nothing in the first period in that game. I was oh, actually wow. watching that game. I was watching that game. Kucherov who is on my fantasy team. He's like my goat right now, Kucherov. He's my first pick. Y'all gave me crap about it. Yeah, it wasn't in an accident, though? No. Well, you, you I didn't, I, I didn't I thought, have time to really go right. through. That's what it was, yeah. I'm still happy with the pick. Oh, but he's, he, he's, yeah, been my, yeah. he, he's been my bell cow. Absolutely. Oh, you should be happy with that. All right, let's move along here. So the, the Lightning beat the Canadians 5-3. Uh, the Wild beat the Islanders 4-2. Don't really like that final score if you're a Predators fan. You want to see the right. Wild lose that one. Right. So the Wild win 4-2. Uh, another final score here. The Rangers beat the Red Wings 5-3. Red Wings have actually been playing pretty good. They have been. Yeah, so. Uh, Central Division matchup here. The Jets had beat the Blues. You know, the Blues are in a hard place. They're How long? Go. Is it going to be before their coach gets let go? <laughs> they're probably heading into a rebuild I right mean, now. Uh, looking looking into this game right here, they lose 5-2 to the uh, – uh, oh, yeah, Hellbuck's my goalie, by the way, in my fantasy team, so I like sure. that. Yeah. Um, let's see. If we look into it there, Bennington was the starter in this game and gave <sighs> up four goals for a sub-90 save percentage. So Jordy, Jordan, let's look at Jordy Bennington's um, season numbers. Right not now. pretty. He's actually not doing that bad. He's only played. If we look at it here, three, three, and zero. Oh. Yeah. No, his numbers are actually pretty good. No, it's not bad. Two point three eight goals against average and a point nine two four save percentage. But he had a rough game tonight. Uh, Connor Hellebuck goes for 20 saves on 22 shots. So he didn't face a lot of shots. Uh, the Flames just ah. got Flames just got on the board. We felt it coming. Didn't see the goal. I haven't seen it yet I either. See replay here. Let's see what happened here. Good passing from the Flames. Oh, <laughs> Soros probably needs to have that. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Soros has to have that. Yeah. That's a, sure. that's a soft goal. All right. Well, Soros has been really good the entire game. He's hey, human. He's human, but that's a goal that that's a yeah. puck that Soros is expected to stop. He definitely should have had that. I mean, that leaked through his pads and it wasn't that hard of a shot. He was mystified so, by that guy's mustache. It's a, <laughs> it's a little bit of oh, a letdown yeah, there. Totally went. Oh, uh, God. Flames are, flames are looking for this, the equalizer right now. The Flames are just like all over the Predators right now. All over them. I don't like that. Uh, predators are treading water right now. They got the lead, but they're treading water. All right. Let's finish right. out true or false here. All right. True here's the next one. Here's the next one. This one's on Luke Evangelista. True or false, Rich? Luke Evangelista will finish top three in the rookie race. Ooh. Um, He's got an assist tonight. 
as much as I want to say true, I'm going to say false. Uh, top five, maybe. You think it's too crowded? It's pretty crowded. I don't know. That's hard. That's hard to pick. Here's it here's just, how yeah, here's know. how here's how I look at it. here's how yeah. I look at it. It's very crowded. It's a very crowded race. Um, that's that's the first problem. It's it's not even a matter of that whether Evangelista is deserving or not. It's just right. how crowded the race is. Yeah. I will say that your your very safe top two is Connor Bedard and Logan Cooley. Yep. Um, and then you got to figure out who's going to be number three when it's all said and done. And that is very open up for debate. And that's the yep. whole point of this true or false here. So I am going, so let's look at some of these rookies that Evangelist yeah. is mixed up with. So you got Luke Hughes for the Devils. You've got Ridley Gregg for Ottawa. You've got Matthew Poitras for Boston. He's actually been playing really well. Marco Rossi for Minnesota. Bobby Brink for Philadelphia, who's really taken a lot of people by surprise. He was actually leading with Logan Cooley in points uh, when I last checked yesterday. So a lot of guys are mixed in there. You know what? I'm going to say true. Oh, all right. I think that Evangelista is going to pile up a lot of points on the power play this year for the Predators. All right. When the se- as the season rolls on, we got to remember Evangelista is still so early. He's still basically that's why he's considered a rookie. Is yeah, right. He he's kind of continuing on from his first season, which started last year. Yes. He's going to keep getting better. The game's going to start slowing down for him a little bit. He's going to he's he's going to start. We saw it tonight with the assist he had to uh, Sherwood. Yeah, yeah. The game is starting to really slow down for him. I'm going out on a limb here. I'm not saying he's going to win it. I think it comes down to Logan Cooley or Connor Bedard on who wins the actual Carter Trophy for Rookie of the Year. But I could see, I'm going to say true that Evangelista finish, finishes third and he gets a nomination. He goes to the award show. That's what I'm going with. I think Rich Frozen Time. Rich is going to have to join back in. He froze. Frozen in time. All right, so here we go. Continue on here. Predators are treading water right now, and they're having to kill another penalty. Flames are on the power play. They just made it a 2-1 game. A little over three minutes left in the third period here. Saros gave up a little bit of a, I hate to say it, but a soft goal. It got through his pads. Uh, it's a it's a puck he should probably stop under normal circumstances. Did not stop it. So that's what we have there. We have one more true or false segment to get through. I'm going to wait for Rich to get back into the stream. Internet must have failed him there. Until then, we also have to do the Central Division Rundown. This is episode 207 of Catfish and Ice. Brought to you by DraftKings and Raycon. Promo code THPN. All right, so Predators are trying to kill a big penalty right now to keep their lead at 2-1. There's Rich. Stupid internet. You, Hey, I thought you want to hear something funny? I thought that you were really thinking hard about oh. your answer. <laughs> I'm like, 
Concentrating. Because right when I asked you that question and I looked at you, it looked like you were thinking. That's hilarious. All right. No. So Evangelista, yeah. if you missed it, while you were frozen in time, Rich, if you missed it, I said Evangelista has a really good chance of finishing third. But he's not going to beat out Logan Cooley or Connor Bedard. I agree. All right. Well, no, I think he'll be at least top five. But yeah. I see, I got him at third. So we disagree on that. When you said yeah. false, he's we'll not going to finish top three. I said true. He is going to finish top three. He's going to finish third. There you go. All right. Our final true or false question. It's a very straightforward. How can you have a true or false segment and not ask this final question? True or false, Rich? I think I know what you're going to say here because you already made your preseason prediction on this. The Predators will make the playoffs. True. All right. State your case. Just just watch them play. I think they're only going to get better. They, they, they get better every game, it feels like, and um, they're gelling, and Ryan O'Reilly's a beast. So I think they'll make it. I am going to reluctantly agree with you, but I'm scared. Yeah, I am too. I mean, I, I am too, but I, I think they'll make it. But it is it is a little, a little scary. So, yeah, but it. I think the entire league is doesn't know how to predict what the Predators are going to do. I yeah, I mean, they're still they're still that roller coaster. We're you know we're used to the roller coaster as as Predators fans, um, but I don't know. Just things things are different now than they have been. So, all right. So that rounds out our true or false segment debut segment. We will bring that segment back probably later in the season. That's fine. I love that type of stuff. All right. So there you have it. We have one more thing to get into, and that is the Central Division rundown. The second period's about to wind down with a little less than a minute left. The Predators do kill off that Calgary power play. Look at these shot attempts. 55 for the Flames, 28 for the Predators. Did you see the the time on ice they were just showing? Like, Trenton and O'Reilly were out there for like two and a half minutes. O'Reilly was out there for like 245. It's a long shift. Dang, two, two and a half minutes is a very long shift. Gosh. All right, here we go. Let's do our Central Division rundown. Yes. Let's tie two teams together on the first order of business on our Central Division rundown. Checking in on Matt Duchesne with the Stars and Ryan Johansson with the Avalanche. We haven't seen either one of these teams yet, head-to-head. Yet. Um, I think Matt Duchesne's got like one goal, and that's it. Ryan Johansson, though, he is fitting in nicely with the abs. Yeah, he, yes, he is. Absolutely. Um, gosh, I can't remember if Duchesne scored one or two, but um, yeah, not the the analytics for Ryan Johansson is very, very strong. Um, top 10 in expected goals right now for Ryan Johansson. He's got Monster. five points on the season, so he's 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 but he's making things happen for the Avs. Uh, he's yeah. definitely Avs fans got to be happy with Ryan Johansson. Um, what? Uh, yeah, are you pulling up the stats on Matt Duchesne? Yeah, he's like a half a point per game player right now, and he missed the last game. He suffered a um, 
an injury and missed the last game. The coach of the Dallas Stars, uh, Pete DeBoer, said that it's not nothing serious and it probably shouldn't last too long. So, um, yeah, I mean, when I when I think about both these acquisitions, you're talking about two teams that have Stanley Cup aspirations, l- legitimate Stanley mm-hmm. Cup aspirations, and I think both Johansson and Duchesne can end up being players who can really pay dividends for you once you get to the playoffs. Yeah, I think, yes, I agree. D- Duchesne seems to... Um, as the year goes on, he'll probably do better. I would say pick it up some once he gets used to playing with them again. But like you said, they are a really stacked team. But um, yeah, Matt Shane's got two goals and three assists in ten games yep. for the Stars right now. Um, not playing as much ice time as he did with the Predators. That is yeah, I mean, very very clear. If you, so many... his, if, you, if you look at his career, so he was playing over 18 minutes of ice time with Nashville last year, played 19 minutes of ice time with Nashville the season before. This current season with Dallas, he's not even averaging 17 minutes of ice time. Yeah. So his ice time has gone down, which should be expected when you go when you join a stacked roster like the Stars are. Mm-hmm. So then let's go over to Ryan Johansson, who uh, is, is playing for another team who's going to be battling for that Central Division crown. Also five points in 10 games, but he's got four goals. And like, got- as, a, as I just ref- referenced, he's top 10 in expected goals in the NHL right now, according to yeah. Money Puck. He got two of those goals in one game against yes. the Islanders. Yes. I'm looking at his last five games. Yes. He hasn't done anything in the last four games. Yes. So, um, three power play goals for Johansson. So he's getting in on the ass power play. Yeah. 16 25 of ice time. So even less than what Duchesne's averaging. He's also getting in on the face off circle a little bit. 53% face off circle win. So he's winning. Fa- we know Johansson's good in the face off circle. Mm-hmm. And he's not near, he's not having to play a physical game at all. With the abs. Right. Yeah. They, only they definitely don't <laughs> no physicality two, in that. Yeah. Team. Only two blocks, only five mm-hmm. hits. We remember Johansson when he played for the Predators in those heydays. He was a he he knew how to throw the body out there. Yeah, he did. He's not having yeah. to do he's not having to do that anymore with uh with be, the abs. Yeah. A little bit of an agitator, which was good. And, too. and, and let's move on here to the Coyotes, my wild card hot take pick when we made our predictions preseason. Are the Coyotes a legit wild card contender, Rich? I think they are. I'm sticking to my guns on that one. I, I think so. love what they're seeing. They're a fun team. The Predators, their next home game is against the Coyotes. The Coyotes have started off the season 5-5-1, five, five and one, 11 points. They're right in the middle of that cluster of teams along with the Predators and the Blues and the Wild. Um, but the Coyotes are right there, and they've got some exciting players. We talked about the rookie, Logan Cooley. We know about Clayton yeah, Keller. We Ooh. know about Clayton Keller. Um, we know about 
their goaltending that is really good with Velchmelka and also with Connor Ingram in the mix. Ingram, yep. They're an up and coming team. I would, I'm telling you right, I feel even more confident than I did when I made the preseason prediction. Yeah, I you feel, should. I feel really strongly. You should. I mean, like, they're legitimately playing really well and a hundred percent better than they did last season. So I, and I, I'm telling you right now, when the Predators return home to face the Coyotes after this five game road trip, I'm not super confident. No, I mean, no one should be confident playing them anymore. So, I mean, well, the Coyotes have always given the Predators problems, even when they were yeah. a, a, a bad team. That's true. So yeah. I'm even more worried now. And I swear, if they throw Connor Ingram in net. <laughs> And Bridgestone, that's gonna be a that's gonna be oh, the no. ult, that's gonna be the ultimate middle finger. He'll have his best game, I'm sure. <laughs> I, I, something tells me that Coyotes staff is already playing that. They're yeah. plotting, yeah, They're plotting sure. right now. They're gonna troll the Predators. They're gonna be like, yeah, yeah. we're gonna start Connor yeah. Ingram in Bridgestone Arena yeah. when the Predators yeah. return home, and and he'll play he'll play his best game. I promise you, and we'll be happy for him because that dude's been through a lot. Yes, he has absolutely, absolutely. All right, so we are not going to make it into the third period. We're going to do our mm-hmm. quick predictions. We're coming up on two hours, folks. So we yep. are going to make our quick predictions. The Predators are up two to one, third period. Rich, give me your quick breakdown. What do you? How do you see the third period going? Why do you feel the way you do? And then I'll give you mine. Um, I think they're the Predators are getting a good, strong talking to in the locker room, and I think that they are going to come out and get back on their game, protect the net, and they're going to win 3-2. Ooh, 3-2. So that means you you got a goal scored each by each team. I think so. All right. That's what I'm feeling anyway. I like that. I like that a lot. All right. I actually think that the the Flames are going to tie this game at two. I'm going to go a step further. This game's going to overtime, folks. Oh. It's going to overtime. And I supremely like the Predators' chances with the open ice over the Flames. I think the Predators take this game in overtime. I'll take it. So we both got a 3-2 to two final score, but I think the Predators – I think it's going to take overtime for the Predators to get that third goal. Yep, I'll take that. All right. Anyway. Send, all your, send all your hate mail to richhal at That's gmail.com. Fine. That's fine. Okay. That's not, his real, that's not his real email, it's so not. please don't do that. That's not. I would never share, share his real email. It's all right, not. but for real, send all your hate mail to him. That's um, fine. I'll take it. I'll take it and delete it. There you go. All right, it's been a lot of fun, folks. We had a yep. we had a little bit of time off. We love these live episodes. Thank you for joining us, all of our friends on here, for joining us live. We are going to yep. watch this game after we get off, but – it's late. It's on the it East is, Coast. Boys. This Western road trip has kicked my oh, butt. Man. Yes. I'm ready for those six o'clock and seven o'clock start Me times. Too. Absolutely, for sure. But yeah, until but until then, it's been fun. Let's get a Predators win here. Yep. And until then, we'll see you later, folks. Thank you for joining us. Hit subscribe on the YouTube channel. Hit follow yep. if you're watching on X right now at Catfish Hit follow or like on Facebook. Hit us Everywhere. up. Hit us. Hit us up on our personal pages. We love talking hockey. If you go to my profile. You'll see that I always love to talk to other Predators fans and just have fun. Until then, take care, everybody. Enjoy your week. This has been Catfish and Ice, episode two hundred seven. Have a good one.